prepare for trouble and make it double because the patch note bros are talking, talking about, about pokemon, pokemon. <laughs> first order of business really important question do you say pokemon or pokemon um i want to say if i'm saying it quickly i say pokemon but it, it i don't know i feel like pokemon is the correct way because it has the accent like it over is. the it has the accent over the e which would indicate and I've never ever said it like pokemon. that because like in the song that's you know it's like pokemon they, and well, it's like a like, poke bowl like you don't go get a ooh, yeah you know uh-huh it's yeah and i feel like in the show they're always like who's that pokemon no they're <laughs> not they're not i think they say it both ways i think we'll they have do to go too. back and fact check i think they do too welcome everybody to patch notes episode four we're very excited to dive into the world of Pokemon. Fun fact, we attempted to record this episode live while streaming, and it worked out so well. I forgot to hit the record button on one thing, and um, it, it was just a total... It was fun, but uh, we decided to come back and, and do it justice because Poke- Pokemon deserves uh, some attention. This is uh, a franchise that has been the one of the largest franchises in gaming history, and has had a major impact on culture in here in the United States and really across the world. Um, so we are we're going to jump right in and we're going to talk about it and we're going to talk about why Pokemon is so important to to Dale and I and um, you know just sort of our thoughts on the new games and and the resurgence uh, of Pokemon over the past. See now, see I said Pokemon instead of Pokemon. Um, You're going to think about it every single I'm gonna, time. Every time I say that, <laughs> but um, there's a lot to talk about. Uh, I don't want to talk too much, but I'll I'll give a I'll give a quick a quick I'll give a quick uh history of how the whole series began, and then I'm gonna and then Dale's got lots of fun numbers. There's there's some big 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 numbers associated with Pokemon. So um, but uh the just a couple of quick things. We don't want to go too deep into the history, but um I've got a quote here from an article that will. We'll uh, link to, but it says February 26th, 1996 marks the debut of the Pokemon franchise in the form of both the games in Japan, which was uh, at the time red and green Uh, at its heart pocket monsters. Red and green was a very basic Japanese role-playing game. You play as a Pokemon trainer traveling the world and collecting the ubiquitous little monsters that were inspired by Tahiri's childhood love for insect collection and training them in battles with other Pokemon. As just stated, the creator of Pokemon is Satoshi uh, Tahiri. Satoshi Tahiri, with assistance from Ken Sugimori, and the first games were released in 1996. Um, Since then, there have been a lot of games. How many games have there been? There have been 122 Pokemon games including side games like the Rangers and Mystery Dungeons and all of that. Uh, Pokemon Snap, some of the classics to name a few. But 122, that's so many games. That's a lot of games. And then uh, from the the games came the, uh, the TV show. Yeah, and there were 20 there's 22 seasons of TV shows. Yeah. And and beyond that too um with the card game, there were 74 card game sets in the US. I think that number is bigger in Japan just cuz how it's split up. 
Um, so there's just this massive library of Pokemon out there in multiple different forms. Um, and it appeals to just a massive audience. It has such a wide reach um, through card games, television shows, um, and, and games on you know different platforms too, mobile, DS, a Switch. Yep. Um, it's it's really crazy when you I, I don't know anything else that can match that number you know you think about um, franchise games now uh, Call of Duties and Battlefields like you know there's so many of those but there's not 122 of those no and the the Pokemon franchise as a whole is the world's largest largest media franchise uh, and that's like ranking above Mickey Mouse. That's ranking any of the big franchises you can think of. Pokemon is bigger than that. Um, and then from a video game standpoint, it's the second best selling video game franchise behind Nintendo's own Mario franchise. So that that just gives you some scale. And I, you know, it's funny because I don't think people think about that anymore. They don't. They, that there's just there's no other i mean outside of mario obviously but there's there's no other video game franchise that can even touch it yeah that's, it, you, that's just it's, insane it's weird because you don't think about that when like shield and sword are coming out you think oh pokemon let's do this or whatever right but you yeah. don't really think about the depth of pokemon when when something like that happens right and i think that's because they're very of the moment i guess would be like a way to look at it sure i don't know yeah, and I mean, you know, it's it, it, it's got they've had over three, and this is a, a from twenty seventeen, so there I may actually have a, a a more up to date number than that, but more than three hundred million Pokemon games have been sold worldwide. Three hundred million. That's a lot. <laughs> and I would guess with the release of uh, Let's Go and now uh, Sword and Shield. I would imagine that's so much more than that now. It's more than that because those releases were uh, uh, sequentially the two largest releases for the game going from Let's Go and then now Sword and Shield is the the largest release of any Pokemon game in history. So I would imagine that 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 300 million number is, is increased even from there. And then another interesting number though too is that Pokemon Go has had 1 billion game downloads on mobile. So yeah. again, just these, these are just like really staggering numbers that I, I often, you know, as I think a lot of game people, Pokemon sort of attracts a specific audience of gamer. And so I think, you know, a lot of the guys that are playing, uh, I say guys, a lot of the people that are playing, uh, you know, like Call of Duty and, and some of those other games that I think like big gamers think about as like really, really successful franchises they don't think about Pokemon being that successful because it's just not a game that's like in their orbit. But Pokemon has has touched so many more people worldwide than any of those games ever will. And yeah. and so it's cool. It's cool to see because I do feel like with the release of Sword and Shield, which we'll get into later, that um, you know, it it has it is getting a little bit more of a, a cultural spotlight again. And I think more people are aware of it than have ever been before. Uh, and we can talk about kind of why that is later, but. Well, you know, so we talk about all these numbers for you, D, like, what do you think made Pokemon hit so big? Yeah, I think it hit at the right time for me. I was the right age 
for the show. I was the right age for the card game. Um, I was a big fan of collecting things. Mm-hmm. And it just sort of checked all the boxes for me. I loved I loved the idea of collecting all these different monsters. Um, I was already an RPG player pretty early on. Like I yeah. think we had already played some um, some other RPGs even as like young kids. Um, maybe yeah. Pokemon was probably my first true like turn based hardcore RPG that I played. But that style of game was already like interesting to me. So it just kind of hit all the boxes for me, and it came out at the right time. I mean, I was six probably when it came out um and it it just immediately kind of sucked me in and i could um i could kind of center my whole <laughs> i could almost center my whole life around it right like yeah play the game watch the show and then more importantly talk about it with my friends trade with my yep. friends and um and do the whole community aspect of it which um was extremely important so pokemon at its core wasn't really anything new it was a you know just a a turn-based rpg but the thing that they did differently was they added this community aspect and this fear of missing out this gotta catch them all mentality you know and the only way that you could catch every pokemon in the game was by trading with other people or you know like if you had both versions of the game because certain versions had some pokemon and, and others didn't so i think that is where they really latched on to this new concept that really was like way ahead of its time if you think about it um yeah because now the community aspect of gaming is so huge it's 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 integral in in the like core of many games that are popular is the community aspect and so i think they were they were thinking ahead and they created this new uh dynamic to video games that had never been done before and i think that plus all of the stuff that came out with it is what really made it take off which totally. is which is cool yeah if you think about too like battling had never been a thing on like you know you think of, I, th- I guess you think of like competing against your friends on the game boy yeah it, that, that was like an innovation i mean true the that, that kind of stuff just wasn't around like you could do it kind of like with games like tetris or whatever it's like who can get the highest score and stuff like that mm-hmm. but the, that whole communal component was just revolutionary especially on a mobile handheld game that you could take anywhere you want yep. to just pack that link cable, baby and 20 batteries, <laughs> 20 double a batteries. What about, I mean, I, we just talked a lot. I mean, did you have any specific things that kind of drew you to it beyond what we just talked about or, or was your experience any different than mine? I feel like it was very similar. I would, I think what you and I shared was that we both grew up very imaginative and even even as like older kids, I felt like just because of who we are as you know, now looking back, I see it as like we're just very creative people. And, and I think it was very natural for us to sort of create these stories. And so I was always really drawn to video games that had this very deep and meaningful story. And I felt like I, I know as a kid, I remember feeling that in Pokemon, like there was this world that I could just immerse myself in. And my friends were all into it and we, you know, and then the show and then movies and then cards and then toys. It was like, it, it literally, it, it, like you said, the timing couldn't have been more perfect because I think had I been a little bit older when it came out, I may have missed the boat because it just caught my attention right at the perfect time. Um, and I would have been a little bit older than you. So let's see, it came out in 98. So I would have, I would have been 11 already. 
and you would have been, I think you said six, but you would have been eight. At yeah, I, I was thinking 96, uh, which I guess was the Japan that's release. That's when the Japan release was, yeah. But, I mean, so even 11, thinking back, feels maybe a little old for it, but, you know, I, but I, I think... I don't think so. I guess, I mean, I, now, like, my kids are, you know, Penelope's 10, and she is, she's still in, she's not into it like I was, but... um, You, you know, gotta she, think the time to, you know... It was just a different time. It, it was the culture was so i mean everybody just ate it up like that was yeah. the time and, and people who play even sword and shield like like my kids they don't know this stuff right like yeah. they don't know about wb morning cartoons yeah like, yeah they don't they don't understand the significance of it i mean i you know when we originally tried to record this i said this and i thought this was like a really good description like i just don't remember a time when there wasn't pokemon and i don't really remember like advertising for pokemon i'm sure it was out there yeah just, like everybody was just suddenly super into pokemon yep and everybody was super into pokemon bringing cards to school sneaking their game boys to school oh yeah it was it 100%. was like immediately a thing like just there was it, it was very what felt like to me as a kid like very little in your face advertising i'm sure it was everywhere and i just like subliminally i don't even know if it's there or whatever it's probably but true it was, it was such a huge deal for kids at the time and probably older kids, younger kids, it, it spanned a lot for sure. And you mentioned this about Pokemon Go. So I, you know, I know it was on our outline. I don't know if we want to talk about it more, but you mentioned like, you think there's a very specific gamer that plays Pokemon. I actually think there's a very specific gamer that plays console Pokemon. I think there's a very specific gamer that plays the DS versions of Pokemon or a specific gamer that plays only red and blue still as a purist. Interesting. Interesting. Okay. But I think, everybody plays pokemon go yeah everybody plays pokemon go it doesn't matter who you are it is huge and it's a very uniting game because of the accessibility which is something we talked about in the Fortnite episode if you haven't mm-hmm. listened to it you should go back and check it out yeah we talk about the low barrier for people to get into the game yeah that's easy. a you just download it and play and so yeah. everybody plays it that's why it has like something like over a billion downloads yep. which is insane that's a, that's a really good point. Yeah, because I, I think that you're right in that um, there are definitely different types of Pokemon fans within the Pokemon world because, you know, like I, I was part of a, like a Discord, I, maybe it was like a Facebook group or something when I lived uh, in, in Sanford here in North Carolina and it was like the Pokemon Sanford raid group and the age range of the people that was a part of that group was hilarious. It was, you know, it was like kids and their parents. It was, you know, people in their 20s and then and then and up. There were people there were people in that raid group that could that were like in their late 50s and 60s. And it it spanned that whole demographic. And they were hardcore, hardcore. They would I mean, they would raid for hours and like community days and all that stuff, man. All those people would show up. It was funny because it was it, it it's really cool because it, it did it, specific to Pokemon Go, I think it was brilliant because, you know, I, I met a lot of people just by showing up and, you know, joining those groups. And it was a really fun way to stay connected to a, a group of people who were all excited about it. Now, they were way more excited about it than I was personally, but still it was fun to, you know, know that like I had this group of people that, while while I wasn't like super close friends with any of them, it, it was it was like we would all show up. Everybody knew who everybody was, and you know, like we would do some raids and walk around, you know, downtown Sanford and 
on community day and try to, you know, get as much as we could. And it was, it was a lot of fun. So I think that, um, I think the Pokemon company and, uh, Niantic did a, a really great job with that game. Uh, they may be controlled by the government and the government may know where <laughs> we are all the time because of it, but you know, I don't care cause I'm catching Pokemon. So who gives a shit? But, um, uh, so yeah, I think, I think, I, it's funny because I we we talked about this on the live stream too, but I don't have a specific memory of like the first time I saw Pokemon. I just remember yeah. all of a sudden that was all that we did. It went from it went from like, um, you know, there was like <laughs> before Pokemon and after Pokemon, like BP and AP, um, in, in my timeline. You know, it's like it's like I I don't remember. I know I would have been in. I guess I would have been in fifth grade. Yeah. Um, and that's weird because 98 would have been also, I think, the year that I got diagnosed with diabetes. So that's that's interesting, too. It's just a very significant year of my life. Um, you know, and we, we were living in Orlando at the time. And, and, and so it would have, or in fact, we would have just have moved to Orlando the year before that in 1997. So um, I think... My guess is, and I think we talked about this on the stream too, is that I think that my guess is we must have seen the TV show on like Saturday morning cartoons. That's the only thing that I can think of is that we saw the TV show and then um, we got the games after that. And I would imagine that we had some friends at school that had the games and we were like, ooh, that's really cool. Uh, and then then I got um, Pokemon, the blue version, and you got yeah, the red got version. Red. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And I had a, a sometime around there, probably pretty close to the time that I got red because you got blue first, yeah. just a little bit first. I know I, I'd be interested to look up what the release date of the Game Boy Pocket was. But oh, I remember, I remember yeah. having red on the Game Boy Pocket specifically is what I played it on. And just one inter- one date to kind of hopefully put something on our timeline too was the TV show um, came out in, uh, let's see. I just saw the date. When did it come out in the United States? 97, I think. Dang. Yeah, yeah, so so here's the other thing about Pokemon. Once it came out, they churned out consistent content. So it was games, cards, shows, Pokemon the movie, which was a huge freaking deal. Like, yes. It was just a steady flow for a very long time and it's continued to be whether you've fallen in the in or out of it um it's continued to be a very steady flow and i think uh, tell me if this is a good segue here but i I think it's safe to say that a lot of people did fall out of polka love yeah for a while it's a great segue uh yeah i mean i for sure did because i i remember i think the last games that I remember playing are gold and silver. I think I owned gold, if I remember correctly. Um, yeah, I then, was gold. You were silver, for yeah. sure. Um, and then, but I barely even remember playing those, honestly. Um, that's, my, that's my favorite. I think a lot of people my age would say this, too. That's my favorite gen. That's yeah. my favorite Pokemon game, gold and silver. And I feel like I need to go back and play those again now that we've been talking about it because I don't remember the games very well and I'm sure I would really enjoy it now. Um, I don't have a DS. I may have to, I'll have to figure out how I can 
I know they're expensive too. Like it's hard to get copies of them. Yeah, um, I will say that the Heart Gold and Soul Silver, the remakes, as good as they are, they're very, very good. But man, they're just so expensive. You can download them now though for like 15, 20 bucks, something like that. That's cool. Yeah, I remember I was at GameStop recently and some kid said he paid like $200 for both of them and that was a good deal. <laughs> I was like, no, nope, it's not. <laughs> it's actually not. Like, <laughs> Unless what? you got like the full package and they had this Poka Walker thing that came out with it. But oh, yeah. Um, so yeah, I mean, after that, um, I I didn't really do anything with Pokemon until, uh, I mean, I would have played I played some of the games that came out for 64. I played uh, Snap and Stadium. I was really excited about those. I remember um, I, I always had the dream of what Pokemon was going to be like on a console. And it's crazy to think that that actually didn't really happen until Let's Go <laughs> and and then uh, and now Sword and Shield. But um, uh, yeah, so I mean, it, it, and then, you know, Pokemon Go came out in 2017. Is that right? Is that what year came out? um 2018 maybe even um and i think that was the next time that it kind of came back into my orbit um yeah the kids started getting into the cards a little bit because their friends had them at school um at that point but it wasn't until it wasn't until let's go uh, well it wasn't until i i had a group of friends that played pokemon go that i really got back into it and then at that point um, the kids were all into it as well. And that, yeah. So, yeah, I was I'm pretty similar. I mean, I remember playing through gold and silver hardcore. I remember having a game boy advance when Ruby and Sapphire came out. Um, and, and, you know, I don't, I don't actually remember getting, them. I don't think I got them when they came out. I, I don't mm. really know why, like maybe I was just kind of over it or whatever, but, um, um, I, I didn't play him. I didn't play Crystal when it came out either. I've later gone back and played through pretty much everything. But I think it was, you know, all through middle school and high school, I just was kind of like, oh, yeah, Pokemon, that's cool. And if I wanted to play it, I would play Red and Blue or I'd play Gold and Silver. Those were yeah. the two games. Um, and it wasn't until college when actually my wife and I, we played through Gold and Silver together. And I was like, you know what? This is freaking good. Why didn't I play the other games? <laughs> I got a DS and I played platinum and platinum was awesome and then i played black white and i played black two and white two and i was suddenly just kind of like back into it and i was even yeah. like dude it'd be so fun to bust out my cards and yeah and all that kind of stuff and so i just i kind of got myself back into it from there um and i think there's a lot of people that share that experience especially of our generation but even beyond that i think that whether it's pokemon go or or um you know, just the hype around the, what is it? The 20th anniversary? Is that mm-hmm. right? 20th anniversary would have been in, uh, 2018. So two years, uh, uh, last year. Yeah. Yeah. It feels very strongly. Like we have re-entered the time of Pokemon. I mean, almost back to the point where probably like we felt like when we were kids, like 100%, you know, the show was good. The show is good again. Um, maybe it, I felt like it went through some bad years personally, but the show's good. There's Uh cards out. There's good games coming out. Um, There's a lot going on that's Pokemon related. And I feel like people are kind of hooked back in. Yeah. And I don't think it can be understated from uh, as far as on our end. Like we were all in. And and I was even thinking as we've been talking about the games. I mean, even if I wasn't playing the games, I do think the card game held on for a while for me because we were we were going to tournaments. We were selling cards. We were like 
it was a thing for a long. Oh, I so love, yeah, and, Man, I and love now, the cards. oh yeah, I mean, I loved the card. The card game was so much fun. I think I actually probably for a while liked the card game more than I liked the games themselves. Um, it's so funny you say that. I think you're right. I mean, that I guess that's kind of like it's funny to think about, but the card game was equally as big and important mm-hmm. to us as the video game was or the TV show was. 100% because I was already, like you mentioned, like I was already a collector. I was, I, I had been collecting baseball cards for several years. And so, um, the idea of being able to collect cards was very enticing to me. Um, and I, I would <laughs> venture to say I was nearly addicted to it because I just loved buying. I just loved the prospect of getting, rare cards and then when i figured out people would pay money when you got rare cards uh, like i was 100 percent in and you know i mean as a kid i I probably made a couple hundred bucks selling cards here and there and for me that was like i was like oh my gosh this is this is unbelievable (laughs) yeah i sold like (laughs) i think i sold one card for 20 dollars one time we went to uh it was a magic the gathering tournament at the disney wide wide world of sports and oh my we went gosh, with, I remember that. Yep, we went with dad because they also, it was just a whole Wizards thing. And so they it was had a Wizards of the Coast. That's when back yep. when Pokemon was made by Wizards of the Coast. Yep. Yeah. And so uh, we went and played some games. Um, but I opened a, I don't remember what card it was, but I, I, I sold some card for like 20 bucks, one card. And I just thought, I was like, holy shit, this is the best day of my life. Like, I'm just freaking, I just sold a card for 20 bucks. So I I know the card game was was really a really important to me, uh, and and to you as well. But I I know for me personally, like I think I latched onto the card game um, for quite a while, and then uh, yeah, and then I went into my you know kind of hiatus for a while, which was uh, I think in general the things that I considered what I thought was like quote unquote nerdy. Um, I, I well I just I shifted I, I shifted from video games into music and that's where i think in that time period up until you know a couple years ago is it just kind of went away but pokemon's always just been one of those games that i just it's so easy to fall back in love with because the characters are great and the game is better i honestly i think better than it's ever been and um and then now yeah like we both have kids that we that we can share that love for uh, and to to kind of segue into what's happening now with Pokemon, and we've talked about it a little bit, but um, I think one of the reasons that the game has had such a big resurgence is because people our age now have kids, and the our our kids are excited about Pokemon. And for me, that was like such an easy easy transition back into it to have the kids be excited about it because as soon as they were excited about it, I was 200% excited about it and was like, I was like, Oh, this is great. Cause this, this is like my excuse to go buy stuff for them and to buy more cards and to watch the entire series from front to back. And, and then, you know, they got, ex- they, it was simultaneously with the, re- or it happened in con- conjunction with the release of the, of let's go. So, I think for me, you know, the, the kind of the cycle of nostalgia, which is the, I feel like, you know, you want to pinpoint one thing that Nintendo does better than everybody else. It's nostalgia. Um, Yeah, for sure. And I think you have to give credit to just speaking about the nostalgia. You really do have to give credit to their team for 
two things, understanding their audience yep, and almost doing a relaunch around the 20th anniversary. Uh-huh. I do want to, I want to specifically call that out. I think I mentioned it on the, the stream, but um, I paid attention during that 20th anniversary because they did do a huge marketing push. There was a lot of stuff up in stores like target um, a lot of like um, advertising. Mm-hmm. There was a big Super Bowl ad. It was around the time of Pokemon Go. Um, so they they also kind of timed there around that same time. They were doing some um, reprints of the original card series and older cards and stuff like that. And, and yeah, they uh, they completely aligned all of their channels to this 20th anniversary relaunch. Um, and, and I think they also do really, they did a really good job of looking at, you know, like you and me saying like, okay, so who are we trying to reach with these Pokemon games? Like looking ahead with shield and sword or Pokemon go, or whatever say, and like, how are we going to get people into Pokemon? Well, we know we yeah. have this audience and they have kids that, um, they're going to want to get into Pokemon. Yep. And then there's also people who play Pokemon go that are younger, that maybe their parents aren't into it. And then there's also, you know, this other group. They just did such an excellent job, Nintendo and the Pokemon companies, um, in aligning all of their channels and understanding who they needed to reach with Pokemon. And I think they've nailed it, especially yeah. with Shield and Sword. It's all kind of like, it feels like it all really led up to Shield and Sword. I think they nailed it with a oh, yeah. solid game. It's one. It's so cool to watch um, any sort of brand or thing that you fell in love with as a kid uh and you know like i said early on as we were talking you know like in my mind i was always looking forward to a full mainline pokemon game for a console and and it i mean it literally took until and and you know you could say i think let's go is in a sense that but it was since it was a remake of older games but even that, you know, like I was so freaking excited. I remember, you know, like sitting down and playing that game with the kids and stuff. And I'm sure I teared up because it was just, <laughs> it was, it's just like this. It's like, this is the, this is so as a kid, like this is all I ever wanted was yeah. this like beautiful to see this world that I had immersed myself in, in, in this format. And, and especially now with sword and shield. Um, yeah, for sure. It's, There's uh, probably purists. Uh, oh, I didn't mean to cut you off. Oh no, you're. I if if like I I think we were about to say the same thing. Like I know there's some people that sort of the purists. There's a lot of things that they want to pick about it, but you walk around in the wildlands on Sword and Shield, dude. It's freaking crazy. It's oh, dude. It's so it's, good. It's just this massive, beautiful. I I mean I had the same. I I have the same feelings of that as I did like the first time I started playing Breath of the Wild. You know, it's just this, it's this world that you've imagined and to see it done in this, this way that you always hoped it would be done. It's, there's just no, there's nothing like it really. And yeah, it's amazing. I, I, yeah. I, I'm really, I'm, I'm excited to keep playing sword and shield. Um, I'm, I'm, I wish I haven't logged as many hours as you have. Uh, I don't even want to say how many I have now because it's gone up <laughs> way too much in the past week. In the past four days, it's gone oh, up way too much. Oh, no. I, well, uh, it, it, and the number is 85 hours, but oh, man. it's neither here nor there. The, I have left it on and walked away a couple times. Oh, well, and, you know, my the, 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 
the downside to streaming is I've been trying to be really good about streaming my playthrough on stream. And now I'm sure every streamer that's been playing Pokemon or Sword and Shield is already like way through their, their first playthrough or whatever. I just I just have had other things to do and I haven't had time to play all the way through it. Hopefully I'll get, I, I'm going to try to get all the way through it between now uh, and uh, the next couple of days. But Well, let me be clear. Yeah. I, I don't know. It, first of all, it doesn't feel like I've played 85 hours. Second of all, yeah. I don't know where I had 85 hours. I look at that <laughs> number and I go, I had 85 hours? Like, I could have like, gotten an education or something like that's oh ridiculous God. yeah but but it's the same now what i was gonna say is there's you know there were games you know on on the gamecube specifically too um that i think a lot of people of that generation um i'd be so, I'd be so interested to talk to people who maybe were a bit younger than me because there are people that's the funny thing about pokemon is there's a whole group of people who like ruby and sapphire dude those are their games. Diamond and Pearl, those are their games. They mm. they had the same experiences that we had with Red and Blue and Gold and Silver. Yeah. With those games and that show. I mean, if you go, if you're like into meme culture and you go in and you look at meme pages, there's all kind of memes. There's Pokemon memes about those games where it's like, oh, these are the best games. These are the best games or whatever. And I just crack up because I'm like, every generation has their Pokemon game. Uh, but that- um, the thing I think about Shield and Sword, because first of all, it is a great game it's not just a, I, I can't stress this enough it's not just a good pokemon game it's just a great game in general um yeah. shield and sword feels like everybody's pokemon game to Ooh. me Ooh, i just got chills yeah that's true that's it's very true it's it's the it's the pinnacle moment of everybody who has been following this franchise for however long you know and now, the 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 Dexit. I want to very quickly address <laughs> it because I think the Dexit thing is crap. Because Nintendo has already done so much stuff with um, special event Pokemon and downloadable content for other games, right? So I'm assuming that the Pokemon company is on board with that, and it would make sense that for a lot of reasons they don't put the entire Pokedex in the game. Yeah. The competitive scene is a real thing, right? So when you make a Pokemon game, you do have to think, well, if there's five, 600 Pokemon in the game, how do you create a competitive scene? Yeah. It's like nearly impossible, right? You, you've got to have some kind of restraint on it. However, you know, there's already hacks and stuff going on where you can see some of those missing fan favorites that are definitely modeled in the game. I have no doubt that they're going to expand the Pokedex as it goes on. I could yeah. be totally wrong, but I, I I feel very strongly that they are going to expand the Pokedex. For those of you that don't know what the the quote unquote Dexit is, it, there's a there's a large group of people that were upset because um, the entirety of all the Pokemon that have ever been in existence, plus the new generation, are not available in the game currently, and a lot of people feel like they should have been included. In the game, I tend to agree with you that um, like I'm already overwhelmed when I go into the wildlands and it's like <laughs> all the it's I'm like, oh, my gosh, like this is crazy to see all these different Pokemon. Um, and it's and for me, it's really fun. But I, I also don't fall into the purest category. So but I, I, I think you're right. And that I, I, I think that the 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 combination of teams that you could create if you if all I don't know how what's the number at now with the addition of this next generation 
you know? Oh, dude, I I, I think it's in the 700s, 800s. I saw we need it, to I look it with up. Generation with Gen 8. Is it this is is this Gen 8 or is this Gen 9? Mm-hmm. Okay, it's this 806 is, then cuz I just yeah. I just saw that number. So it's 806 now. Um Oh my gosh. This is absurd. That's that's insane. Um So man, really great. Um quick like quick sort of like rapid round question. Uh favorite game? What's oh, your favorite geez. game? Um yeah, I think it's gold. I think okay. it's still gold. Yeah. I mean, right now I would I would say like I'm because of my lack my lapse in Pokemoning, um I'm I'm going to say that Shield is my favorite. Um, well, that's the hard part is I really like Sword a lot, yeah. but I think that I think that I'm always going to like I think I'm always going to like Gold more than anything just because of the nostalgia factor. Yeah. Um who is your favorite Pokemon? It's is a tie, and this is good. This is quality. This is a really quality one. It's a tie, I think, between Greninja and Espeon. Ooh, but Those I will say I, I want to add a caveat for you for the quickfire. Is your favorite Gen Eight Pokemon, and my favorite Gen Eight Pokemon, I think, is a, is like a lot of people Dragapult, which is a new dragon, um, dragon ghost type that's in that's uh, cool Shield and Sword. I I don't I haven't played enough or know enough about the new the new generation to have a favorite so far. Um although out of the gate it was Nicket and then I like Thievel a lot. I really like Cinderace. I the Pyro move is one of the coolest moves I've ever seen in Pokemon with the whole like soccer star vibe going on. It's really, really cool. Oh yeah, um, I love that too. I love that a lot. I will say I think I think my favorite Pokemon uh is Lucario though? I love Lucario. I just uh, X, Lucario and X and Y was one of the the whole his storyline in the show. I thought was really really cool. Um, with X and Y is such a good show. Oh, it's man. so good. It's you, really like, really good. It's just so good. It's a, it, the thing is too. Like I'm an anime fan. It, yeah. That, saying that puts a target on my back. I feel like because there's anime fans that are way more into anime than me. There's just too much to watch, right? But what I loved about X and Y and, when, and Sun and Moon too, and I'm assuming Shield and Sword based on what I've seen, it feels more like a traditional anime feels like versus the other shows felt like kids shows. Yeah. Um, and these feel like, hey, these are like anime. Yeah. Anyways, that's just my two cents. Um, and then do you have a, a specific favorite memory that we haven't talked about already that's associated with it? And and I'll say this is something you said on the when we were when we were talking before, and I think is really cool. But you mentioned that how you have several memories that are specifically associated with the games, which I think is cool. And I would say is is probably true for other people, um, yeah. whether it be with Pokemon or other games. Um, and something we definitely like to highlight at Patch Notes is just this idea how you know if if as someone who plays video games, there's these sort of like milestones or or you know sort of landmarks that go that you have uh memories that are associated specifically along with a video game so i know you mentioned that when we talked before but do you have one specific uh memory that that you haven't talked about that you can recall yeah so here's what i i I probably have to specifically say when i got back into pokemon because it was with 
my wife Emily. I'm mm. gonna give her a shout out. She may not even listen, but <laughs> but but um, exposed. Not only was it like something that rekindled my love for um, Pokemon, you know, just being able to to like get to know each other through that was mm. was awesome. Yeah, um, you know, and she got she got a DS, and we played together too. And I, you know, I specifically remember like we were on a trip and we were both like sitting in the car playing our DSs and actually mom was with us and she just like turned around and started laughing because we were both just like <laughs> sitting there nerding out on our DSs while That's we were awesome. college students. But yeah, but yeah, you know, but I think, yeah, there's tons of specific memories that, um, that I think I, sh- I have too. So it's hard to pinpoint one. What I want to say, and I definitely want to hear yours too. So I don't want to like get away from that nope, is no that. Pokemon is a game. I think about all these memories and stuff like that. Pokemon is a game that I would look at somebody and say, I wouldn't be who I am today if I didn't have Pokemon in my life. Mm. Right. Like Pokemon taught me (laughs) like so many things about relating to other people, how to interact with other people, um, you know, finding common ground with other people. Yeah. It's so funny because honestly, Nintendo games are a lot like that. Um, I think that's where Nintendo differentiates itself from a game like, uh, at least for me, people people probably have this experience with their own games, with Fortnite, with Call of Duty or whatever. But so many Nintendo games, I look back and say, like, I wouldn't be who I am without Pokemon. I wouldn't be who I am without Zelda, or, you know, or whatever. Yeah. And, yeah. And, and it's because I have all those memories tied to specific moments. And, I mean, there's a huge list for sure. Um, and some of my strongest memories I have as a kid have Pokemon involved with them. So they're the things that I held on to the most. So I'm sure you have... Um, some experiences like that too. So on the yeah. flip side, I'd love to hear what yours are. I feel like I have I have a couple. One of the first, one of the memories that's like very vivid to me still is when we went and saw the movies, the very first Pokemon movie, and going, oh, and, dude, yeah, and getting that ancient Mew card, um, you know, and like, and and probably I think there was a Pikachu card that they released as well. In fact, I think we went and saw the movie twice the day that it released because we there there was two like there were different cards being given out at different theaters, um, and so that's that's one memory that really stands out to me as like I was really 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 excited about that, um, and then I would say more recently watching the kids get into the game, um. And being able to share that whole experience with them. The very first community day that I went and did with the kids, I was by myself. (laughs) And I took them to a mall in Raleigh. And it was fucking chaos. (laughs) Just total chaos. But I I had bought them all little like Pokemon trainer. Like they had these belts and they had Pokeballs. And and even the girls, even though like they were probably quickly not into it. Just the, there's a, there's a picture. I have a picture. Um, God, I'm going to start crying. Um, I have a an Instax picture of the four of us together uh, after we got back from Community Day, and we were totally just completely exhausted. And I just remember being so, so happy. Um, and, you know, especially just because it, it, it was sort of a, it, there's a lot of feelings associated with it because of the things that were happening in my life at the time. But just as, me going out as a, a single dad and taking them and them just being so excited and, and feeling like I had kind of gotten to reconnect with a part of myself that I had forgotten about. And then, um, but it simultaneously 
getting to see them be excited about it was just really, really special and something that I'll never forget. Um, yeah. So anyway, didn't didn't mean to get like no, dude. That's beautiful. Super deep. That's but beautiful. Are you kidding I'm, me? I, I do gotta. Get, I need to go back and fix something though. So the ancient Mew card was the uh-huh. second movie. Was it, it was this? It was the second movie. It was the the uh, the power of one. It was Pokemon movie two thousand. It was the gold and silver one. We went and saw that. We were at the beach. <laughs> so you talk about memories. We're at the beach with our grandparents and oh our grandfather. And we did. I think we did go see it twice because there's ancient Mew. And I want to say that Entei was a card somewhere too. Or was it just the ancient Mew? I only remember getting the ancient Mew. I remember. I remember getting the Pikachu, I think a Pikachu card. The Pikachu was the first movie. So at the okay. first movie, there was, well, actually, I have to check because we made, we had, there's a couple of Pikachu promo cards we had. We were super into the promo cards. Yeah. Um, so there was, with the first Pokemon movie, um, I do remember going to see it. I feel like we saw it together. Oh, okay. I'm looking at it now. Orange County, uh, um, the, yeah, the that tiny theater. theater, the small theater. It was kind of yep. bad. A when I go back to think about it, to be honest, yeah. there was like a Dragonite card who's carrying the mailbag. Yep. There's a Dragonite. Um, there's a Pikachu. There was a Mewtwo and there was an Electabuzz. Those were the oh, four. Oh yes. What, what the, the freaking Electabuzz dude? What is, <laughs> I mean, sometimes when you look at the games, like far fetched was a star in the original, like, yeah. Come on, dude. Like, <laughs> come on. Why you gotta make Electabuzz a promo? <laughs> I know. Okay, <laughs> so that that's that makes sense. So the Mew card was the ancient Mew card was the second movie. It's tight as heck. Wow, that's Dope. crazy. That's awesome, man. Yeah, and I, and I, and I love it because I feel like even now the kids even sort of died off from the their love of it i think ezra has always like my son always has kind of held on to it but with the new games they all think the new games are awesome they've all played the new games they all have their own accounts on the switch and they're all playing them ezra's like i don't know he's just beat leon and uh, he's way ahead of me or whatever (laughs) but um, he's crushing it he's killing it man um he can't even read but he's beating the game um but it's yeah, I don't know. It's just it's just one of those things that I feel like, you know, you can always you can always come back to it. So that's awesome. Um thanks for listening. This is this is a fun this is a fun one. This is a game that obviously means a lot to the both of us. And um if you want to follow along on our journey as we're playing through it and as uh as Dale is gearing up to kind of dip his toe in the competitive waters be sure to come check us out on facebook gaming at facebook.com backslash patch notes gaming we've been we've been pretty consistently streaming some pokemon uh and uh, i'm about to start doing some more streams during the day so come hang with me during the day and then and then we've been taking turns at night playing the game and uh it's been it's been a lot of fun i'm literally about to end this podcast and go play for a couple hours on stream tonight so yeah, and just uh, yeah. And on top of that, you? guys, we 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 just you know we're not doing ads. We're not asking for anything, right? We we are so thankful that you guys listen. It would mean a lot to us if you like this. If you want to tell your friends about it, just please share. Come like the Facebook page. Come hang out on a stream. Yeah, it would mean so much to us. We just love doing this. We love um, talking to other people and hearing everybody's stories about Pokemon and other games we're playing. So we just want you guys to come hang out with us. And you know, if you like us enough, please tell your friends. Um, cause we're just doing this cause we love it. And, um, we're two brothers who 
obviously um, have, have had games be a big part of our lives and we know that other people have too. Um, and we want to share that with each other to kind of bring everybody together. So come check out the streams and come chat with us. You know, we answer messages and all that stuff. Um, we'd love to have you guys around. You want to go yeah. stream? Let's go stream. We'll see you Let's guys on uh, when we're live. We'll see you soon.